Hi everyone, from me, Brent Graham, Thursday night, 9 o'clock, time for the Handicap Rugby Chat That Matters. And we've got uh, two guests in the studio to talk us through the weekend's fixtures. Lots of money to be made, hopefully, I know. One of them is in excellent form on Twitter, I've seen that. And the other one, I can tell you, has been excellent form on the show as well. He was uh, host of the show, he won a bet there. He won a bet in the live chat last week, so he's been in cracking form, and we'll introduce him straight away. He's wearing a jersey that, if I'm not mistaken, is a Lions jersey. Is Mr. Oracle Rugby, Gavin Cohen. Gav, how are you, mate? I'm very, I'm very well, thank you, Brent. Uh, I'm very impressed that you invited me back after, after hosting your show a couple of weeks ago. It was very good, thank you, and I, uh, I hope you got some uh, good reviews from my, uh, I would say, different hosting. Because you, you and I are very well. We we are a lot the same, and we're very different in in many ways as well. I enjoyed my my time, and I'm hoping the guys that were watching enjoyed it as well. And also was the introduction of Stone Man, but we'll get to the Stone Man bet a little bit later. Um, I think the guys quite liked him as well. And I I tell you where I was impressed is is uh, is we used to call them exam pads at school. I don't know if you call them if you still call it that, but he had pages and pages of notes. He'd clearly done his homework and wanted to impress. And uh, yeah, I was I was very impressed with him. That reminds me of when I started my radio show many years ago on Radio Today. Brendan used to be one of my uh, – Brendan O'Connell used to be one of my guests as well. And I used to sit there with reams and reams of paper from all the homework. And, yes, Stoneman certainly does his homework. He knows his rugby well. And he'll definitely be a regular guest on the show. And I look forward to one day going down there and doing a live broadcast. We'll talk about your broadcast from there a little bit later in the show as well. But let's introduce a man out there. Well, he was in South Africa until recently. He's now sitting in Poland. I can tell you he's been in cracking form on Twitter – I think it was two weeks ago, Chris, that you, you pretty much had a full house. I, I can't remember what your what your final odds were in that, but you, you hit about seven or eight bets, uh, and you were you must have picked up a few Twitter followers with that one. Yeah, no, it was a it was a golden weekend. Yeah, I don't think I hardly missed the thing there. It just all came together really nicely, and yeah, I, I capitalized myself, which was great. But if anyone was following me, I hope they also did. But yeah, it was a good weekend. Excellent. Well, Guy Stone joining us there on Facebook, and we're also, of course, going to have guys in the live chat on YouTube. So, yeah, if he thinks of any bets he wants to take with Oracle tonight, I'm sure we can. I'm sure Oracle always more than more than willing to accommodate. But guys, loads of rugby to talk about this weekend. I'm going to start off with the Super Rugby Trans Tasman, and uh, if we have a look at uh, Friday's games, we've got a big handicap first up, and it's the Hurricanes minus twenty five and a half against the Rebels. Yeah, I think the points lines about. Uh, 20, uh, 58 and a half, if I'm not mistaken. And here we've got the, the handicap here at World Sports Betting. I'll feature their handicaps tonight, but usual rules apply. Wherever you fancy, you just uh, call out the bet. Chris, let's start with you. What do you think of that one? It's a big cap, but yeah. probably thoroughly deserved given the Rebels were hammered last week. Yeah, exactly. So I think this is a natural cap that we would see this game going at. But yeah, one one thing I'm, I think I'm pretty sure in this game is <laughs> it's going to be loose. But what I'm also what I think I'm pretty sure is Rebels are not going to be nearly as bad as they were last week, so that's why I even think this this cap is huge. I don't it might might be justified, but I don't think it's the right cap. I think the game is actually going to be a lot closer. I'll probably put myself around closer to twenty, but there are certainly going to be a lot of points in this game because you you know Hurricanes they they defend when they feel like it, and Rebels well. You know, but I just know Rebels were so, 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 so bad last week. I, they have got some new guys in the team, which I've actually never heard of as well. But at the same token, I, I can't see them being that good. Um, I know, I, I, this, this cap's too high for me. I want to look at points. If, uh, if you said, what did you say it was 57? I think 58 and a half. I think I saw somewhere at, at Open 65 yeah. and a half. There's 58 and a half. Hurricane, look, I went for Hurricanes over 41 and a half, I think it was, in the, in the good for the game preview. I do think the Hurricanes will score points. And for me, Chris, it's just a question of whether the Rebels can contribute. And that has been their problem all season. Well, that's it. Well, that's it. Exactly it. And I know you've been burned by them before this season as well, as we all do. I mean, I, I don't know what the hell happened there. There was, there was a red... I, They've made the Blues look good. We'll go into the, that game down the line. But I, at, the, at, at that cap, I mean, I'm not, I just, it, for me, this is a game anything happens. I'm not betting on the cap at this stage. But I would say if, you, if you're going to bet, you, the plus is where you need to go. Because also the K, you can't really trust the Canes. Well, they left 48 points for, in, from the Warriors, right? They're going to let points in no matter what. So with that cap that high, you're going to have to probably expect them to be scoring at least 50, 60 again. Can you see them doing that against the Rebels? I don't think so. Um, so I wouldn't be betting on the minus handicap for sure. But I haven't, to be honest. What I do like, because <laughs> I have punted them twice 
the season before and he hasn't scored. Karim Betty at 3.50 now you can get him. He's got to, if he's going to have any chance to score, honestly, any chance, and he has to score this season, it's going to be against this Wellington backline. At 3.50, I think that's great value. So I'm looking, I'll be looking at him actually at that, at that price. And then, yeah, I'm not betting on the minors for sure. Right. Well, nothing wrong with the interest in try scorers on the game. Let's go up to uh, Gav now on this one. Gavin, it is a big handicap. Some would argue they're not big enough. I'm sorry. I just want to check, Chris, the player you were talking about, is that a Rebel player or a, a Hurricanes player? Yeah, it's a Rebel player. It's a Rebel player. Level player. Then there's a digit missing, and I've got to say that that uh, 25. I think I saw there's a digit missing as well. I'm not sure which side of the whether it's on the right of the five or on the left of the two. But these acts are going to get triple digits. And whatever the Super Rugby record is, it's about to arrive. This game, you can go minus. I promise you, these acts are way off here. This is ridiculous numbers. And in fact, I, you know, I'm still remembering that commentator when the Rebels won their first game, and I think they. They'd either lost one or two, and they'd won their first game in, in that Amy Park Stadium. And uh, the commentators were so happy, and they were telling the, the world, go and tell your friends the Rebels have won a game. You can come back and watch at the stadium. And it's not going to happen this uh, It's not going to happen this weekend. The Hurricanes are going to absolutely murder them. You said it was an average Blues team. I agree with you. I promise you we, we could get very close to 100 here. I wouldn't touch the, uh, the total points. I would only go for Hurricanes points. Or the minus. Both of them will arrive comfortably. It's the first game of the weekend. And what's very scary about a game like this is that you win nicely and you think you're bulletproof going into the rest of them. But honestly, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch this plus bet. I wouldn't touch any Rebels player to score a try. None of them are going to score a try. They won't even get into the This one's right over. Seriously, put the results in the play the punters. Well, Chris did say on Twitter that he thought he might disagree with Oracle tonight on one or two bets. And I think that, that is certainly, certainly going to be the case. Let's move into the next game. Just to welcome so a couple more guys in the live chat there. I see a John from the States is on. He says, Rebels are trash, as we say here in the States. And a conductor came in and said, listen, Rebels are trash in any country. It doesn't matter if you're in the States or not. We call them, we call them trash. But uh, Gavin, I'm going to start with you now. Uh, we've got the Force plus 10.5 against Islanders. The Force came within one kick of, a, of an incredible... Win and I know uh, Ari uh, was. Uh, I think he took them at thirty-three to one. Uh, one of your WhatsApp mates and just missed beating the Chiefs last week. Now it's plus ten and a half against the Highlanders side. They quite comfortably put the Reds away last weekend. Where are we going here? Um, I think a game like this, you, you're one hundred percent right. It's they did come within a, a whisker of winning the game, and at plus ten and a half, that tells me that they probably around about three to one, maybe thirty-three to ten on the board. You know, for me, it would be a small punt on the board here. Uh, the handicap looks well set. It probably could be a little bit lower, maybe six or seven. I'm not necessarily a plus punter. I'd go for the value. I think they, they almost tasted victory. They're close enough. And the problem here is that they, they were actually the only team. Well, I know the Brumbies played quite well, but the only team that people didn't expect to do well actually did reasonably well. So, yeah, I'd have a small punt at the 33 to 10 yard home. Uh, probably the, uh, the biggest game to, to get to Perth since, uh, I'm going to say, the Lions were lost there. <laughs> no, I'm laughing at nice. so pretty silly. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I think this is a big game for the Force. So first, first massive game coming back to Perth. And um, yeah, I think they'll be up for it. And, and I'll just have a little nibble at, at, the, at the, the board price of the Force here to win the game. That's it. Excellent. Well, let's see what Chris's response is there. Uh, Chris, Gavin, Cohen likes the force, no, and you. So I, think, I think this is the first out of 10, 10 or 15 games I agree with Gavin on this one. Yeah, all, all for what Gavin said. I'm, look, I'm not a force fan. I never have been, and probably maybe up until last week, they've started to grow on me. But if I just look look at the game and I look at force at home, it's their last home game as well in this competition. They have beaten the Reds at home. They probably should have beaten the Chiefs. I don't think I don't think this Highlanders team is going to worry them. It's going to scare them that much. I think they're going to be even more motivated to win, considering they didn't win last week. Yes, Highlanders won last week, but let's face it, they had a, they had a week off. Reds came with they were still they're probably still drunk. Let's be, let's be fair, yeah, honest. They, fair were, enough. They, they paid some guys that I think that scrum off shame. He was a little. I think it was like his second start. He was having an absolute mare. Uh, Smith took him to the cleaners. So I don't think I don't think. We could be 
you, we could re read too much into the game or not even a, not be too surprised that that went that way. And if you do look at the, the Highlanders in general on their waveform, they're not good. Barring that freaky game they beat the Sailors earlier on, they, their waveform is not great. I just think they're going to run into a force, a force wall. And I think 10 points is a hell of a lot and probably one of my best bets of the weekend. Listen, well, I'll, I'll talk a little bit quieter then because I actually do fancy the Highlanders a little bit to beat the cap. I think the force ran into the Chiefs at the right time after they had a bit of a hangover of a different sort uh, after the final because they, of course, lost to the Crusaders there. Just have a feeling that the Highlanders might turn it on. But certainly your guys' bullishness will probably put me off a big bet on that one. I'll probably have a look at, at the points lines. Chris, anything else from you on that one before I ask you to kick us off on the biggest handicap of the weekend, which is the Blues against the Waratahs? No, nothing. I got, yeah, so... Well, onto the Blues game. Yeah, I think I made some comments earlier in the week. 34 for the Blues. <laughs> okay, I know it's the Waratahs, but uh, come on. I mean, if you've been watching the Waratahs, they're on the app. They they now can score tries. They are they no. I, this is this is an overreaction and a bit of bang out of order from my <laughs> from my points of view. That's a lot of points. Tars, you know they can score. You know, you know the Blues, right? If you follow the Blues, yeah, sure. They put 50 past a ridiculously weak, bad Rebel side. Are they going to come home and back this up? I, I don't I don't think I, – I honestly can't remember when Blues actually beat a handicap of that. And I don't think that – yeah, maybe the Rebels would do that for them. Or maybe – I don't know, maybe a weak Lions team or something. No disrespect to them. But, like, this Tars team is not not bad. And they on, they're on an upward trajectory. I think this is bang out of order from my point of view. And also one of my stronger picks is a, on the plus on this one. Right. So, Chris, on the plus there. Now, let's see if Oracle Rugby is going to tell us they've got the wrong favorite. <laughs> they've got too many digits here as well. I'm, I'm with Chris. <laughs> I, I, this is crazy. I mean, yeah. this team scored 48 points against the, the Hurricanes. I, I'm sorry. It's just, yeah, it's too many. It's It might be 20 too many. I mean, this, yeah, I'm sure the Blues can win this game, but no. I mean, if 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 the Waratahs had been done like the Rebels and scored seriously a single digit and been done, you know, 46, 47 or something like that, I'd, I, you know, I'd, I'd understand why they might go up to 34, but 34 is way too high. I don't think, I mean, this is the Sunwolves. This, this handicap is a Sunwolves handicap. I don't even think the Lions, seriously, the Lions, I don't think have ever been to New Zealand with anything bigger than about 21 or 22. This is disrespectful. <clears throat> In fact, I'm of the opinion that the guy came up with his handicap will probably be <laughs> looking for work on Monday morning. Too hard, way too hard. Bang out of all that. Be in the job. But fair enough, I must say, I, I actually handicapped this game, and I guess I might have a job still on Monday morning because I kept it at minus 25 and a half. I thought well, mid-20s, yeah. I mean, ultimately, we got a poor... Yeah, we got a that's, 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 that's probably where it should be, right? Not 34. Come on. Yeah, no, yeah. Probably, probably 25 and a half. But for that reason, I'm with you guys. I do like the cap there. I do like the Waratahs. And for exactly the reason reasons mentioned as well, you know, I think the Blues will score points in this game. But the difference between the Waratahs and the Rebels, for me, is that the Waratahs will score points. If they 30 or 45 points behind, they'll get consolation tries. Uh, to hopefully yeah. beat the cap. That's... Having said that, I don't think I'll be plowing in with, with, with massive bets there. Sorry, Chris, you want to come yes. in there? No, 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 you're right. It's just, but I think just the Tars did start the season badly, right? They were atrocious, but they, they if you watch them and they got the, that the Gordon back, their cap is a big difference. They, for me, they are a different team to three, four months ago. Yeah, they yeah they scored they did score forty eight points against the Canes, which no one was expected, right? That we I think we called thirteen or seventeen points on other under other groups, and it flew home because they just they were. I feel there's something going there, and the Blues are the look the Blues are the Blues, right? Like I, I don't trust the Blues to cover that handicap any no way. Excellent. Well, just uh, Els picks coming up there. He did contact me on Twitter. We're going to have him on the show. Sometime soon as well. He's a bit like your strategy, Chris. He likes the uh, alternates, and he's gone plus 43 and 43 Waratahs doubled into the Crusaders yeah. win there at evens. Let's move on to the next game Chiefs minus eight and a half against Brumbies. I do see someone else is sneaking into the studio as well, so we're going to pull him up in just a second. But, uh, Gav, let's start with you on this one. We got the Chiefs minus eight and a half uh, after a narrow victory last week against the Force, and the Brumbies, who of course pushed the Crusaders to within two points. Um, I'm going to tell you, 
<laughs> I got the wrong favorite here. <laughs> I agree. Not joking. Joking. They have the wrong favorite here. I I don't know what else to say to you. I, I'm eight, eight, and there's a plus next to it. It's the wrong favorite. Brumbies will win this game. This is the only. Well, other than the force possibly winning it through 33 to 10 or whatever price they are, I haven't backed them yet. But honestly, you want an Australian double this week? Take the force. Take them on the plus if you want to be a bit safer. But if you want to be a bit daring, go for the force on the board. Double it into the Brumbies on the board. That's the only bet you take this weekend. That's the double to take. I have the wrong favourite here, and I'm not joking. Well, I agree with the comment on screen there. Bet overs on every match this weekend. I do think... You know, the way they teams have approached this tournament it's almost reminded me of the preparation series in South Africa where guys have just thrown everything around. But, hey, we've had someone sneak into the studio. I know he's just finished his own show in Afrikaans, and it's Couch Critic Couch. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on, mate. Hi, boys. Yeah, no, good to be here. Excellent. Uh, let's throw you straight into the action. Uh, what have you got for us in this game before we get uh, Chris's opinion on it? Uh, geez, Brummies. Uh, yeah, you guys on the wrong favourites. I think the cap's a little bit, uh, a little bit high. I'm a bit worried that the Chiefs will uh, bounce back. I think it was a lackluster performance from them last week, so uh, maybe they've got something up their sleeves. But I mean, I've been impressed with the Brumbies all the way. You know, they just don't get, they don't get put away easily. They've got all their bases covered. I think I said it last week as well. Um, so you know, it's it's tough beating them and. Again, uh, I think Chris uses the same. I saw as I came on his doubles and things like that. So, you know, extended cap on the Brumbies, throw that into a few. Because, I mean, I, I don't see them being beaten by double digits here. So, to me, that's the play. And then, uh, yeah, getting exotic, I'll, I'll have a look at uh, Peter Salkula coming off the bench as a last try scorer. He's a, he's a big unit. So, to me, he's a, he's a decent runner. I think I've got him at 28 to 1 to be the last try scorer. So, I expect the Chiefs to, to finish stronger in this one. Yeah, interesting. I'm going to bring Chris in for his opinion now. But funny enough, I looked at this game and I said, Chiefs, I, funny, I handicapped the game at minus eight and a half. So I got the handicap pretty much correct. But I look at this and I think the Chiefs could could win this game. I think the Chiefs were very, you know, recovering after the the, the, the hard loss to the Crusaders. I think back at home, yeah, I think the Brumbies will struggle to replicate. So I'm going against the boys. Yeah, I like the Chiefs minus eight and a half. The good news for the boys, though, is if you look at my newsletter best bets over the last few weeks, there isn't a man in poorer form in the country. So the good news, boys, is I'm going against you. Yeah? And I've got to try and find a newsletter best bet. And on that note, if you do go down below, uh, you can you can subscribe to our newsletter and see what I come up with tomorrow morning. I'll just bring that little scroller there. But Chris, let's go to you and get your views on this one. I think I saw you nodding your head when Gavin was talking. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, totally to that handicap plus handicap for sure. Like, yeah, what we just said, the Brumbies, yeah, sure, the Chiefs were maybe undercooked and came off their, their final uh, loss uh, down in the force and maybe paid for it. But this this Brumbies team, they're still a bloody good side. I, I the, the, the better the better Aussie team and then the Oz you didn't win that final, let's be honest. It took the Reds 15 chances against 13 men to actually win that game. Brumbies should have put that game away easily. For me, they're well coached. Like, yeah, they, they struggled in the beginning with the Crusaders. Maybe the Crusaders let them in at the end there and they, they came back and it was nearly, you know, nearly tears for the Crusaders. But I I think with with the Chiefs back and forth and going around and, you know, Brumbies probably settled a little bit now in New Zealand. Tough, tough team to beat. Eight's a lot of that. Just a plus. So this is a definite plus handicap for me. Maybe again on the alternatives. Um, and I actually, I think I might have been in a chat with old conductor as well. We also called the Brumbies to win. I actually think the Brumbies can win this game for sure. Right, interesting. And conductor also on, on the Brumbies. I'm feeling very much man alone here at the moment. Let's see if I can agree with you boys on the next game. We've got the Reds plus 10 and a half. And Couch, let me bring you straight into the hot seat as far as going first goes. Uh, give us your thoughts on the cap and also any other bets you have on this game. Brent, uh, just quickly, the conductor said Brumbies there, but he also said Waratahs to win. So I don't know, he might have been drinking uh, early there. Yeah. So I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be convinced. It sounds almost like his wits pick, uh, which I was also on it. It, it went belly up. So let's not get uh, get carried away on uh, BW at the moment. Reds on the plus. Uh, yeah, the Crusaders, you guys know me. I don't like opposing them, but this time around, I think... Uh, I think Reds on the plus are the way to go. You know, the Crusaders, their masters are just doing what they need to do to get the job done. I still think they'll probably sneak it. 
I think the Reds were hurting from last week. They didn't, you know, I don't think they were focused. They weren't there for the game. So, I mean, this week they will be. They've uh, benched a few guys last week. They're all back this week. Um, Tupo is starting. So, now I definitely think the, the Reds are going to give them a decent run again. Definitely throw this one into your multis. I've got the Waratahs, especially on a, on a bigger plus, and this one on a bigger plus as, uh, as my main play for the weekend. But definitely, yes, even on the plus 10 and a half, I'd, I'd have a decent uh, decent strike on that. I think the Reds are going to they're gonna run them close. Maybe even uh, Crusaders 1-12 to 12 could be a way to go if you think they'll, they'll get the job done. But I wouldn't put it past, uh, past the Reds getting the job done there on the outright as well. There's Brendan Vessels. He may not be throwing something into his multis, but I can assure you he's throwing something into a glass with ice at the moment. Brandies and Tars, easy wins there for the conductor. Let's go to Chris. We'll finish off with Oracle on the New Zealand rugby. So, Chris, give us your views on this one before we go up to Oracle. Yeah. To, to be honest, not a, this is one game I haven't looked big into, to be honest. I don't... It's not. It, it's it's worrying me a little bit because red. I don't know. Reds could be anything. Saders are not the team of old. Uh, I haven't. You, you. If you back them this season, you've struggled. Um, go go to the Reds. At home are pretty decent, pretty good. But this is a for some reason this game is not 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 knocking on my door. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I think I, I'm not gonna leave this this game to be honest. Okay, no, nothing wrong. You can't bet every game of the weekend. Oracle, before you come in, just to say I'm very much in agreement with, with Coucher. I think the Reds are going to cover the handicap. I do think that they, um, they're going to, much the same as I think the Chiefs could improve after last weekend. I think the Reds, uh, yeah, could well have celebrated a bit hard before last week's game against the Highlanders. I do like them to cover. And although these sides have tended to play low scoring games in Brisbane, I think we're going to get points in this one. Let's see what Oracle says, though. Um, I'm also a tentative one on this game, Brent. So there's a girl at the office that often comes to me and asks me what I think. And last weekend, she didn't. She went to another guy and she, <laughs> she puts on, the, on our internal teams group and she puts there that she's still multiple, uh, all of the minuses. And I said to her, they're not all going to arrive. I said, you want to do something, rather go all of the pluses. But, but anyway, I said to her, you know, you're going to lose your money on the first game which was the Reds, if I remember correctly, last week. And that was it. And when I saw that, I realized, well, I'm in a bit of trouble here. In the office, that is. I didn't have a bet myself. But, you know, those handicaps last week, I even had a very good rugby uh, punter that I know. Uh, he's older than me. I've known him for a long time. He phoned me last week and he said, am I missing something? Why are these handicaps so big? And as it turns out, they, they, were, they were justified. Um, this particular game, it, it looks dead on to me. Um, the Crusaders can obviously win this game by more than eight. And, and the Reds, if they play as well as they did in the, in the Australian uh, Championship, they, you know, the plus can arrive. But there's nothing. I'm, 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 I really, I'm with Chris on this one. I'm absolutely on the fence. I, I'd like to watch a little bit of it and, and, and maybe make a decision at that point. But honestly, I got no call on this game. No bet, no call. Brent, uh, Brent, a girl at work came to me a few times, but I kept talking about hookers and I haven't heard from her since. Um, I was just uh, just on someone else. He's talking about no Taylor. I don't know if, if the team has changed, but Cuddy Taylor is, is playing. So I don't know if he was talking about that. Cuddy Taylor is uh, starting from the team. I have no idea who they are. And I don't know who someone else is either. <laughs> but then, uh, so... <laughs> Brent, just the only exotic for me in this one is the uh, last try scorer, good old uh, Will Jordan, to get the job yeah. done at uh, 10 to 1. Yeah. Okay, excellent. I've got everyone's opinion on this game. I'm quite pretty confused now, but yeah. I think I have. So, uh, what I'm going to do now, just something, I want to tell you guys something now. I want to bring up a, um, I want to bring up a, a video here. Now, can you guys see the score there in the top right-hand corner? I just want to see if you can see the score. It's Gav, can you see it? Yeah, yeah. 38-5, okay. So now last week, my son was playing rugby. He got one game before the government decided to, to ban all contact sport. But I'd laid a fun bet to thoughts on sports. 43 and a half is where I set the points line, okay? So here's the score. It's 38-5. There's about three minutes left to go in the game at this point. I'm thinking to myself, you know, just obviously not big money on the game, but it would be nice if Rampark uh, High could score. And I could win my overs bet. Just, just guys, watch, watch what happens next, and tell me if you suspect any any match fixing. Okay, the ref seems to have awarded a penalty here. Now, 
a 38-5, you don't really expect a team to go for posts. But that's exactly what Randolph did. Can you believe it? Thoughts on sport. Uh, thoughts on sport. you got to check the phone, phone tab there. Yes. Watch down watch as the ref signals post. But anyway, um, I can't tell you that he nailed the kick. <laughs> and I won my, I won my small bet. But I mean, imagine if that was in a provincial game or something. You'd be screaming match fixing. I mean, in my defense, I was sitting in a coffee shop miles away. I had no influence on that. But I, I was laughing my head off when they were when they were taking the kick. Unbelievable. Anyways, that, that brings us to the to the yeah. end of that. And, and Gavin shaking his head. He's not going to have any bets with me on my son's rugby games going forward. <laughs> that's for sure. Let's move on, though, gents, to the Rainbow Cup. We've got two games taking place this weekend. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull Oracle in first because I want him to go last in the second game. And Oracle, here we've got – I've got the order of the game, right? I quite probably don't. But Sharks against the Stormers here, Oracle. We've got minus two and a half Sharks at World Sports Betting. I know there is three and a half in places. Uh, handicap looked fairly well set, but it uh, seems like a bit of sentiment swinging towards the Stormers. Okay, I'm not sure where that's coming from. The only reason why the Stormers won last week is because the Lions played that uh, four-minute French clock where they just try and roll the ball around and hope that no, nothing happens and oh, they ended up getting a penalty and losing the game. Which is, you know, Brent, we've discussed this on many games. And yes, I'm a Lions supporter, but my gosh, when teams do that, I, I just lose my nuts. So really, it's, it's ridiculous. But anyway, I honestly do not think the Stormers have got any chance in this game. I think there's a digit missing here. Don't worry about what happened with the Sharks last week because when the Sharks go to uh, uh, Pretoria and they play against Mornay Stain, I knew that was coming. I expected it. I was not surprised at all by that result last week. Absolutely not surprised. I thought they would win easily. They won easily. But that doesn't mean the Sharks are a bad team. It's, it just means the Bulls are a very, very good team. Sharks are going to give the Stormers team a rugby lesson. If that's if they haven't been paying attention in their last three lessons they've had, because they've lost every handicap. They've lost two games. They're rubbish. I'm not going to say this is rubbish versus rubbish, but this is something versus rubbish. That's what this fixture is. If you also win this game, you can take a double-digit handicap and you'll win comfortably. Excellent. Let's go down to Chris to get his views on this one, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, Oracle, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, so, no. Um, so, yeah, opposite, everything Oracle said, no. No, that's wrong. No. So, look, this is this is a tough one, actually, to be honest. Um, I, I hear what Oracle's saying about the Stormers and last week's game was uh, interesting. Um, this is probably more of a feeling prediction for me, but I just think the Stormers are going to have a big game. I think there's a lot of rain in Durban as well. And I think with I think if you if you have watched the games, Peter Steph the toy is a big difference to the Stormers. What are Sharks going to be after last week? I, I don't think Sharks... Honestly, I don't think Bulls were that good. I think Kerwin, Bosch, and Lua, Komi, I am were total shit. I'm sorry to like say. They were not good. They squandered. They were... They literally gave... They, I don't know what they were doing. If they come to... If they go play Stormers like that, they're not going to win this game against the Stormers. Stormers, yes, they haven't lost, but they only... They should have beaten the Sharks anyway the first game. They only just lost to the Bulls. I don't think Stormers are very, very far away. I don't, for me though, I don't like the Stormers' backline at all. Um, I think the, the Sharks have the upper hand in the backline, and the Stormers have the upper hand in the forwards. Maybe some deer around. I think it evens out. And what? So for me, what I've actually pinpointed at this point for me is more of an unders game. I don't know what the point. What you, we don't, we get points very late here. Um, this is an unders game for me, and I, either team within seven. If you can get something over even money on that, I think it's not going to be. I don't think any team's going to run away with it. It's going to be a close. I think it's going to be within five either way, and I think if you can get that within seven point margin at a decent price, I think that's where you you should be looking. Yeah, you'll probably get about fifteen to ten total points. Going to be interesting. I fancy the bookies will come out about fifty-two and a half in this one, and yet quite often in Durban you do get low-scoring encounters. <laughs> you'll be unders at that line, Chris. Excellent. Couch, well, we've got two differing opinions so far. I can tell you I'm leaning to the one, but I won't tell you who yet. Let's see what you like. Yeah, listen, the Sharks let me down badly last week. I was pretty pretty vocal. I didn't have a punt, but I thought I'd put my supporters' uh, cap on and I uh, yeah, got egg on my face there. So it's uh, it's tough being confident in the Sharks and you know me, I'm a I'm a you know players kind of guy. If you look at the teams, it's just it's it's pretty much a no contest. I mean that's a 
it's it's a huge pack from the Stormers. If the rain comes, the Sharks are going to be in a heck of a lot of trouble. Thomas the Toy didn't impress me at tight end last week. He got schooled. Uh, cuts off if he's in the mood, if he isn't just going through the motions this week because he's been playing every game and he's been pretty much worked uh, worked like a bit of a donkey at the moment. But if he's up for it against uh, against Thomas, he's going to really school him there and, and it's going to be penalties all day long and dominance from the pack. They've got Estreisen at six, so they're going to be physical. Peter Steff at seven and uh, and Ruiz playing at eight. So, I mean, there's no uh, fetching and, and things happening there. The Stormers are there to, to punch it up and be aggressive and physical. So... It's going to be tough for Kulisi and the boys. Um, only problem I have with the weight game is is having Abner trying to dictate terms as a 10. I mean, then I'd rather have Cohen Bosch. I know he's had his... Um, yeah, the tractors the last uh, week or two he hasn't been great, but he's still got a cannon boot and he'll still be my preferred option in a, in a wet weather game. So still just on value, I have to say Stormers. Um, yeah, well, I don't think you've got to get... Uh, Heavily involved in this one, but I just can't go against that that pack of forwards or the Stormers that they've uh, they've announced. There, you know, it's to me, it's 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 the better way to go. Stormers, I know Sharks are pretty good in in derbs, and I've I've liked the vibe in the Sharks camp. But I mean, um, let's be honest, the Stormers should have won that first game against the Sharks. It was uh, Ruan now losing it over the line. I mean, that's just uh, odd luck. That's nothing. That's you should have should have won that. Uh, so it, it should, to me, be a pretty... Uh, they probably capped it right, but I'm with Chris. I just have a feeling there that the, the Stormers are, are probably the, the better pick there. I don't think the Sharks can can run away with this game. So, again, uh, a bigger handicap on the Stormers into a few, a few multis as we all go. Right. Well, just to prove that he has been drinking, Brendan Vessels pops up and says, John Dobson is a better coach than Scott Robertson. There's absolutely no doubt. Before we, before we move off this honest. game, though... Gavin, I think this could be a game you and I could have a little bit of a wager because I'm with Chris and, and Couch on this one. I think the Stormers are going to beat the handicap. I think they can potentially win the match. So what do you say? Uh, three three points, Tano bet? <laughs> oh, sorry. Is Gav muted? Oh, Gav, you muted? I think. Yeah, Mike, uh, I hit the mute myself. Yeah. No, I'm happy with that, uh, Brent. Yeah. The, the usual 500. Okay, we haven't had one for a long time. I mean, my... My wife's been asking where Gavin's money is. I said, look, I'll try and rope him into a bet on, on, on tonight's show. Get it going again. Right. I just want to say uh, something. Mm-hmm. So I don't want – Chris mentioned that there's a bit of rain, and I heard Hein talking about the rain. Yeah. You know, they're telling us there's a cold snap, right? So we've been dealing with – I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't seen the needle on my uh, little thermometer over here go below 25 in quite a while. Cold snap really means about 17 or 18 – and we are ready for 17 or 18. The fireplace is ready. The wood's there. And I know that 17 or 18 in, in where Chris lives in Poland, they're probably taking their shirts off and going outside and, and enjoying the sunshine. So, yeah, so when it's uh, – the, the cold front's apparently coming out, but it's not a cold front by any standards across the world. It's a Durban cold front. It means that you've got to go and look in your cupboard for a jersey. And, you know, even if you can't find it, you should still be okay. And yeah, that's that's what it's going to be like. And 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 when it rains in May or or June here, it's a little drizzle, it's a trickle. You know, it's not like the, the September and October rains that we get. So they might tell you it's going to rain, and they might tell you it's going to be wet, but it's going to be nothing like it is in in September, October. And if you've if you've only lived in Durban your whole life, you do not know what cold means. We we not we don't get that here. I must say, Gavin, uh, quite a few years ago, uh, we got a Durban office and I went down, just going down many years, but I had to work there for two weeks in the winter of Durban. And it was like, some, for me, I thought it was summer. Honestly, it was, I agree with you, they had the miles of winter. The other thing is this game's kicking off at one o'clock. So things like, if there is no rain about humidity, also won't really be affected. It's also the time of year where it's not as humid. So yeah, I could be leaning points here, but I'm going to come back to you last because I want you last up on this game. So let's start off with Chris here. We've got the Lions plus seven and a half, Chris, against the Bulls. Yeah, well, straight up the Bulls for me, <clears throat> just just because of it's the Bulls. I've been Bulls have been good to me the last 12 months. I have backed Jake White and his Bulls. He hasn't disappointed when I've been on them. I even yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm happy with the, with that. I'm I'm on Bulls. I've already taken a pretty decent punt on the Bulls. Minor, I actually got a minus six. It moved up to minus seven, so I got Bulls minus six. And I'm very comfortable with that. I, I know Lions, the Lions. I respect to them. They they don't. They fight and fight and fight. But I just think this is a this is just a different class battle here. And I think in in the end, maybe like the first game, Bulls. Even if it's close up until like 70 minutes, Bulls will probably pull away past that handicap. 
Well, before we bring Couch in, I want to say I also leaning towards the Bulls. But for me, I'm going to be looking at total points in this game. These sides played a low-scoring cut. I think it was 31 points at Loftus. I think Ellis Park is going to be very different. I think the points will flow in this game, certainly the way the Lions have been played. Yeah. But even the Bulls, I mean, they put many points past the Sharks last week. So I'll be definitely looking at an overs play here. There was some great value uh, in the overs last week in the South African games. Although I must say the Sharks-Bulls game was on over 47 and a half. Gee, I had to sweat for that. The Bulls had to score like three tries in the last eight minutes. Catch, where are we heading on this one, sir? I think it could be a bit of a danger reading too much into that Bulls hammering. I think the Sharks just went barely up in the last 20, but uh, that said, I expected the cap to be bigger. I can't. I'm, I'm with Chris there. I took a decent-sized punt on the 6.5. I mean, the Lions have kept on scrapping above their, their pay grade uh, the last couple of weeks, but sometime I, I just feel this uh, damn wall's got to burst. You know, the, the Bulls are just... Uh, a class outfit compared to this Lions side. They're young and inexperienced. The only thing that they do have going for them is Sitoli and Saudi. They've been superb. I mean, they've held the best in the business, uh, kept, kept them honest, and they'll probably do it again this week against uh, Lizzo and Trevor. But, uh, yeah, Morna is just different gravy at this level. I mean, I'm not saying he's going he's gonna to beat the, the British Lions, but at this, at this level, he knows what he's doing. He's got a good relationship going with Tom Wade, giving him easy kicks, uh, just to catch it and score tries. It's uh, it's looking pretty good in Pretoria. And if all those guys play, then, um, yeah, I don't see the Lions coping with it. Alrich Lowe at seven, he's been superb. Uh, uh, Van Staden does his business. So, yeah, I think it's it's uh, bulls, bulls all day. Bulls all day. Well, I've left Gavin for last on this one, and I'll be very surprised if he nods his head in agreement with what's been said by the other lads. Gav, plus seven and a half for Lions. Yeah, so I'm going to do two things here in this game, and I and I have done it before, so it's not something I'm doing just for tonight. Um, I, you know, I I didn't see, I saw bad sharks last week, but I did see more good bulls. I I really thought the bulls played well. I like Mornay Stain. In fact, I'm of the opinion Mornay Stain will get more points than the Lions this weekend. But um, just. <laughs> I'm going for the minus here, but I'm not going to go for the minus six or seven. I'm going to go for a proper minus here. I'm going to look for something around the around the five to two line, so sort of a, a minus 17 or minus 18, and I'm going to do exactly the opposite on the other side. I'm going to back the Lions to win the game. So I'm, I'm saying this game's not going to be close. Either the, the Lions are going to score a hell of a lot of tries and win this game, or I'm correct, and Mornay Stone will get more points than the Lions and the Bulls will win this game by 40. So I just I, I can't see it being close. Uh, my you know I'm I'm probably wasting my time back in the lines to win the game. But yeah, my main bet here is is a Bulls minus. I think they'll smash us. I think it's a race over. And Mornay stands in the form of his life, or not the form of his life, the form of the last ten years. And I honestly think he's a runner to get into the the Springbok team. I don't know what his personal personal relationship is with uh, Russia Erasmus, but. Jeez, you know, that guy is playing an absolute, uh, you know, fantastic games at the moment. And I remember asking Hein three weeks ago, you know, why are they starting with Oak? And, and Hein said to me, maybe he's got more than 20 minutes. And I'll tell you what, Hein, you're 100% right. That's exactly what's happened. He's turning into a 68er, a 72er. You know, he's playing them and he's not he's not stuffing around. Mornay Stain, he's really impressed me. Brent, uh, Brent, it's not just uh, BW drinking. Uh, I mean, now Gavin said I'm right and he's back the Bulls. So something, something's up. He's going against the Lions. I'm worried. No, but I'll tell you, Han, in, back in 2017 and 2018, Henrik called me up and he said, you're always back in the Lions, you're always back in the Lions. At the time, of course I was backing them. They were winning every game. They, they, they'd come through. They'd won more handicaps. I mean, even that year that they lost, that 2011, where they lost all the games, I think they won about... 60% or 70% of the handicaps. A lot of the time, the Lions are overlooked by the bookmakers. And what's made me into even more of a supporter is I often get a decent plus. But i got to tell you, at seven off, I'm not interested. It's not a plus. That's ridiculous. They should be offering me plus 23. Did they not watch last week? I mean, and they missed two games, the bookmakers. they way off here. Way off. That, that price is not right. Okay. Well, went to go see when I kept the game and I kept the plus eight and a half, so it was only a point different. But when I looked no, at the game, I also was uh, I was also leaning leaning bulls there. But yeah, um, yeah, interesting. I mean, Gav caught me on on the on the back foot there, going for the <laughs> going for the bulls. Um, anything else uh, on on that game, uh, Kathy? For you, I suppose they don't have any try scorers out yet or anything, eh? 
No, there's no no try scorers in the in those. But I agree. I agree with you. It's it's going to be a running. Whoa, hold on. You mentioned all of those players playing well for the the Lions. In fact, I think you mentioned two of them. But you missed out Similani. That that Wondersile Similani is is probably the only player that's actually playing fantastically. That Iavia Fulun, I Fulun. I don't. I know they found him in West in Western Province, but. You know, I've got to ask myself, how did they find the duck? How did he end up in Joburg? Where is he living? Why is he in my team? Please. He's the worst the Lions have ever had, ever, in my lifetime of 50 years. Yeah, Rubbish. I can tell you, if you rate Sibylani, you're going to get another call from Henrik. That's all I can promise you as well. <laughs> Listen, the only, the, only thing, the only thing from a fan point of view, and obviously it might affect the betting as well, is just to watch out for uh, Jordan Hendrickson this weekend. It's going to be an interesting game for him. He was, uh, he was pretty bloody decent last week so against Mornay and uh, with Dwayne from Ireland and those big oaks and the Lucys against him. It's going to be a, a pretty nice thing to see what he can do. Not much. Excellent. Well, let's move on. Uh, well, Chris will take us through the Europe now before we get to our best bet. Excuse that. I don't know what equals minus two and a half means, but I'll. Uh, we've got Leicester. This is, of course, the uh, Challenge Cup uh, yep. final. It's Leicester against Montpellier. And here we've got Leicester minus two and a half, Chris. Yeah. So I like, yeah. So a lot of the guys I know that were in Leicester earlier in the week, for me, I haven't, I haven't got a, a strong punch just yet. But if you want to ask me how the game is going to go, what I feel is going to happen, I. I'm on, I'm on Montpellier's side. I just what what how they performed against Bath in the semi-final was outrageous. If they bring that attitude and that defense, they they're going to be tough to beat. And Leicester, I like Leicester. They're on the up. But if 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 I had to take it, choose a team to take me to a final to win, for me, Leicester are not ready for a final. I, they've got there. Yeah, they beat Ulster, but I think when it comes down to the grit of a final and getting it done. I don't believe I don't believe Leicester's ready for that. So I'm I'm on my, I haven't bet on it yet, but I do believe Mon, this is Mon, Montpellier will win this game. Um, so I'll start to look at stuff around. Look at yeah, you know, we'll take the handicap will be the plus, but I haven't put a bet on yet because I just want to still do a bit more research, look around. But my my initial strong feeling is that Montpellier do actually take this. Take this. Yeah. this fine. I think Leicester, oh, Leicester aren't ready for this. They, they, they've done. They've played one last couple of weeks, but I don't think they're ready to win a European final. Montpellier have showed that they're going to be very tough to beat. For under forty six and a half, uh, conductor saying the cracking. Yeah, yeah, Anders. I was meant. To, I didn't say Anders for sure. I think it's going to be an Anders game. Um, forty six. Right, I will that's... take. Take us through the big final then. Here we got the, the French, uh, all French affair, if I'm not mistaken, it's taking place at Twickenham, though, which means we should get yeah. some good running rugby, if, especially if the conditions are good. Loris Shell, who really impressed me oh, when they wow. beat uh, Leinster in the last round, yeah. up against Toulouse, but they're the underdogs here at plus three and a half. Yeah, this is a, this is a tough one. This is, again, I'm going to put shit on as an unders game, just because I think, you know, the French, these French teams have flair, they play really well, but when it comes to finals... They're not high-scoring finals of French teams. If you, I think, if you look back in history, they're not. I think, I think this is going to be another tense affair. And for me, they're so evenly matched. I think Lourishol plus three, if you're going to bet on the handicap, is the right. Just personally, I think just for me, just because I really I like Lourishol. I think I maybe it's just maybe it's a bit biased that I want. I think Larishal will win because Toulouse have got danger everywhere. They've got DuPont and Colby and everyone. And probably Toulouse are very hungry, but so is Larishal's. But I think this is a, such a tight like a, like a, I see it like literally being 15, 12, all penalties. And you know, then that might bring the Larishal plus three home. I don't see I don't see yeah, we want look, we want it to be an open French affair. I just I don't see that happening. I think both these teams are probably gonna be so eager to win this. That they go into their shell, it's gonna be tight. Rochelle have a great defense. Toulouse are, are pretty beastie. Handy push with the handicap plus three, tight game. And unders oh, though. We have got a points line. We have got a points line on this game. I didn't realize this was the last game of the weekend, but 37 and a half. So the bookies agree with you. They reckon it's gonna be a tight game. That's a low, that's a low uh, line. That is that is I would I you know me, I would not be under 37, not not even in the final. <laughs> No, no, I know. I've also got that sort of tendency to, to lean towards overs there. But let's get into our best bets, gents. Uh, let's start off with you, Couch. Uh, what are your best bets for the weekend? 
Brent, I was just trying to tally it up there. I'm not sure exactly what I went for. I was going to go for Bulls, Bulls double onto Waratahs. I think it was plus 44. I'm not exactly sure what alternative was there. Maybe 42, maybe 40, 44. So as long as they can keep it inside the 40. So Waratahs and Bulls on the double, that's my uh, favorite play. And then uh, maybe just let me throw in there. I'll, I missed the early part. So in terms of try scorers and Hurricanes, Rebels, I've gone for my two hookers. So don't look away from the hookers. Uh, Asafa Amara scored the second last try in the game last week, so we can just end it this week. And then, um, yeah, I've got loads of try scorers in the Blues game as well. I'm not going to bore you with all of them, but Akira, Akira won off the bench last week, so I'm backing him to do it first time around this week. He's always a, a handy try scorer, so that's that's where I'm going this weekend. And obviously, I've used a few uh, other bets with uh, multis of Brumbies on a bigger plus and Reds on a bigger plus, and those are the kind of confidence I have in those teams. Excellent. Well, you guys can catch your preview on the homepage. It's good for the game. I'll see it on today. He writes it for Bet Olymp, and they do give him some nice price views as well. Before I bring Gavin in to give his best bets, I've got to say, I was thinking there, Gav, you know, when you were giving your, your bets on the Lions game, Bulls minus and, and Lions to win. Imagine you're a first-time punter tuning into the show and hoping to learn a little bit about betting. And a guy gives you that sort of advice. It's almost like the commentator would have to say, this is not for younger viewers to try. This is only for experienced punters. So, well, anyway, it's, an experience. but it's it's really opposite to what uh, Chris suggested earlier with that any team within seven, and what where the yes. bookmakers are really offering us something is the opposite of that is saying you know either either team by more than seven away from the handicap or something like that because the you know the bookmakers could come out with some really interesting bets that guys can cover because often I've said to myself even as in in a, in a soccer bet or a cricket bet. You know, I've said to myself, either this is going to happen or this is going to happen. Because often that's what you think. You watch a game and you say, yeah, I, I knew. If it started like this, this is how it was going to end. And, you know, this, honestly, this is one of these games. The Lions can win this game. They're very unlikely to, but they can. And if they don't, in my opinion, Bulls will smash them. It's going to go, it can be 30. It's going to, it can be very big. And I, honestly, it's just one of those games where I don't think it will be close. So, yeah, the bookmakers are offering us these fantastic, you know, within three, within five, either team, within seven, within nine, but they're not giving us the, you know, take a collective bet where you put your, your 500, your 1,000, or any, your 100, or your 50, whatever kind of punty, or even your 10,000 when you talk about some of the other bigger guys. You know, they don't offer you that take it and have both options. So, if you get it wrong, you know, you sorry, if you don't get it right, you get it wrong the other way and you, you win some money out of it. So, yeah, there are options to do that. Why not? I mean, no, geez, but if they lose by 40, I want to be happy and win some money. I don't want to sit there yeah. crying on the couch. Yeah, and you'll still be happy at least if they win the game. But what's your best bet of the weekend, Gab? Okay, so for me, yeah, you know, looking around absolutely everywhere. Yes, I've had a bet with you on the Sharks. But honestly, the Brumbies, that's, if you're having one bet this weekend, have the Brumbies. If you're having two, join it with a, with a force. Go with a plus Go with Chris. If you're a bit braver, go with me. They'll, they'll win the game on the board. And if you, you want to have a third bet, the Sharks to bounce back after that horrific uh, uh, game last week. Yeah, that's the treble. Uh, you know, if you really want to have a quadruple, go for the Bulls minus. But, geez, don't, don't back the Lions unless you've got a lot of money. But, but on saying that, I just want to mention something. So a lot of the guys asking me, you know, I haven't been that active on the on WhatsApp group this the last couple of months here. It's, 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 it's a very expensive year for me this year. My kids are my trick. I'm about to become rich. As soon as school fees are finished, I've got a load of money. So next week, they're going to hear all, next year they're going to hear all about me. But anyway, in my defense, not having too much money, and I know my mate Stone Man, he's a big punter. So I don't have the money that he's got. And, you know, I thought to myself, I can't go even 500 with a cycle and even 100. And that's why I came up with a bet I did last week. And for me, it's, a, you know, offering to work in that Oaks bar for a shift. It, it can only be uh, uh, equal to uh, uh, slavery because if I'd lost that bet last week, he would have absolutely made me a slave for the night. But i got to tell you, uh, Stone Man, I try to ask you on the WhatsApp group if you're available tonight. Your reply of uh, where is Stokers didn't wash with me. So, so anyway, we chatted earlier today. That's fine. We're going next week. So if you're in the Durban area next week, Come around to Stokers. We'll watch the show. So we'll be there from 7 in the evening next Thursday. Maybe Brent will put uh, Stone Man and myself on the show next week as a, as a one-camera 
uh, duet. But I've got to tell you what I didn't put into the bet is never mind that you're paying for my, my chow and my beers or whatever you're going to pay for. I should have made you my waiter for the night. That would have really given me some, uh, some satisfaction. But anyway, if you're in the Durban area next week, Thursday night, 7 o'clock at Stokers, I'll be there. My wife will be there, a couple of mates, and yeah, Stone Man will be there. And hopefully we'll be on the show as well. Thanks, Gav. That was interesting. A uh, hundred rand betting voucher to anyone who could tell us what Gav's best bet actually is after that, because I actually can't remember. But looking forward to the show next week from from Stokers. But let's give Chris Road tips the last word on the show as far as best bet goes. Um, yeah, I've, sure. In terms of best bets, I probably have about two or three equal best bets this weekend, and that will be Horse Plus, Tars Plus. And unders in the, the the Challenge Cup final between Leinster and uh, Leicester and and, and uh, Montpellier. Those three would be my strongest. As you know, I do also like yeah, I play my doubles and my parlays and teasing them up and doing alternative handicaps. I'll put them on Twitter. But those are those are my three strongest. As well as Brambies, I agree. Brambies, sorry, I missed the Brambies as well. But those four bets pretty have equal standard in my mind. I think all of those are pretty, pretty strong and I'm looking forward to, to the weekend. Yeah, Brent, when you guys came on the show and said, Brumbies away in New Zealand was their best bet. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Ten points. Yeah, and I must admit, as I say, I like the, I like the Chiefs there. So going against the boys, I've got, I've got a sleepless night trying to think of the newsletter bet. I think I'm going to go for one to ten shots to try and get that contract. But anyway, oh. boys, it's been great. And uh, thanks also to the guys in the live chat. I can picture the conductor sitting there having some nice pots while, while he's busy watching the show. And, and next week, looking forward to Stokers as well. And uh, yeah, gents, thanks very much. Good having you on. Couch, thanks for your late arrival. I hope your show went uh, well tonight and look forward to reading your article. Like you always do, Brent. Like I always do. I do, I do. <laughs> and uh, Gav, thanks, thanks a lot. Uh, have a good one. Give us a weather forecast from Durban on Saturday, please. I'll tell you how many logs I got in the fire. That's so 17 that, degrees centigrade. Can't believe it myself. But I yeah, no, seven, 17 degrees. Jeez, I'd never use a fireplace in, in those sort of conditions. And uh, Chris, yeah, please give us a weather forecast from Poland. Uh, we still can find a bet on the Polish second, second division rugby there. But thanks for coming on the show. And right. uh, yeah, we'll speak to you boys soon. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Cheers, everyone. Man. Cheers. Cheers. Man.